We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Guilty as Charge podcast presented by Blue Art Podcast <laughs> Network. Well, Alex was going to uh, be joining us, but uh, some technical difficulties looks like right as we uh, get started. So hopefully we can get Alex back here, uh, you know, in no time. But Tyler, what's up, man? How are you doing this morning? I'm great, man. You know, I, I didn't take the bus here, but I drove. Uh, there's a fire in my belly. And, um, you know, today we're talking about killers in the playoff picture. So I'm excited. I cannot believe that the Cardinals ended up uh, publishing that. Uh, just, you know, send my guy up to fail, I guess. Um, the, yeah. the, as it pans to the crowd of players, you know, Awful. Uh, just no reaction at all. Um, you know, and, and people are saying, you know, he calls plays exactly like you would expect based off of these clips that we've been seeing. Just like no personality at all coming through. So. Uh, we'll see. I think the Cardinals are going to be pretty, pretty bad this year, mm -hmm. um, but we'll see how it goes. Um, happy College Football Saturday for those who are uh, celebrating today. Looks like we got Alex back in. Alex, Hello. what's up, man? How you doing? Technical difficulties wouldn't be a GAC podcast if my computer just wasn't constantly shitting the bed. So <laughs> back, I think, officially. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, so excited to have Alex back today. We're going to be doing some of our... Uh, picks and predictions for the 2023 NFL season. Um, this is one of the more interesting regular seasons seasons that I can remember as a fan of the league. And uh, it's really unfortunate to be rooting for an AFC team. I don't know if you guys saw Ari Marov's tweet yesterday about the quarterbacks that 
the Saints are going to play on their schedule. And uh, man, it would be really nice to have that kind of schedule on uh, on the docket for the Chargers. So um, NFC, I think, is going to be a little bit top heavy, but we'll see how it how it goes. Before we get started and before we uh, make some of these picks, I want to just talk about some teams that maybe uh, were hard to place this year. So Alex, we'll start with you. Uh, which NFC team gave you the most trouble about figuring out where they stood in the conference? Uh, gotta be the Packers, and mm. I will not spoil mm, my awards predictions. Uh, I guess I kind of am already, but they're a team that I feel like could make kind of a run in the NFC North because I kind of think that whole division is like a battle of mid. To be honest, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a, like a lot of teams that are pretty close together, but like I could see them. I think we were talking to Mike Guano on Twitter and I could see them kind of being like a seven win team, but I could also see them, you know, getting some luck on their side and maybe being like a 12 win team. Um, outside of that, I feel like the NFC is pretty chalky for the most part. Like, sorry for Jonathan Gannon's Cardinals, but I do not think that they're <laughs> going to be able to get some killers on that team this year. So I don't know. For the most part, I think I kind of have some of the similar division winners that a lot of the odds makers have. Yeah, yeah. I do have one difference in the NFC picture, but otherwise it's kind of like, it, it doesn't feel, it's not well duh, it's these guys, but it's much easier to pick these guys than the other ones. So um, Vikings, I had a tough time placing it and figuring it out because I, I did that, I think four different games last year and got burned when I picked them. So um, <laughs> thanks to Arjun and then those losses, I doubt them considerably. So we'll see. Yeah, Vikings were easy for me because i feel like they're going to take a pretty big step back but you know nfc north feels like the hard one because for me I, I couldn't decide how much i really bought into the lions uh mm. you know taking that step forward you know they they're going to rely on a lot of these rookie players and rookie players that we all really liked in the draft but it's like you know if your big improvements are a rookie tight end a rookie running back and a rookie safety like, I just I don't know what to do with that. And I think some of what they did last season was uh, pretty fluky. So I don't know. I, I want to see the Lions do well. It would be fantastic to see them, you know, get their moment this year. But they were they were tough for me. Um, other conference, Tyler, who was the AFC the team that gave you the most trouble? Uh, the Steelers, because you understand what their floor is, which is probably eight wins, regardless of what happens out there. Um, it really just comes down to does Kenny Pickett work or does he not, you know, and can the running game work? Um, but they, they just had such a great draft. So it's like, okay, like I think I can buy, buy into them. But at the same time, it's still we haven't seen Kenny Pickett do the next step sort of things. Yes, we've seen it in the preseason. Totally get that. But it's not a guaranteed thing yet. So there'll be a high floor team. But is that enough, especially in their own division where it's just a bloodbath? Yeah. Um, for me, it's the Jets. Uh, shout out to yeah. shout out to Arjun, just because I think with Rogers, you know, it's weird to kind of talk about him having a bad year last year because he had like 26 and 12 still, which yeah. like would be, you know, Kyler Murray's best season. It would be like a lot of these guys' best seasons. But, you know, he is older, has had the injuries racking up. So, like, I kind of want to say that uh, Rogers, like, I don't know if I buy the hype that much, but. I, I do like that receiving group and I do like him with Carrot Wilson. I think that's going to be awesome. Um, and that defense, that defense is very easy, I think, to buy in a 
a lot of aspects. You know, Arjun has told us a lot about the depth on defense, but I mean, uh, just as a whole, that team I think should be pretty good. I just don't know if they displace the Bills. Like that, that one would be pretty mm-hmm. hard to buy. Yeah, I don't buy them as a, as a real division threat to the Bills. Um, you know, we'll get to that in a minute here, but. You know, the, the Jets and the Steelers, I think, are pretty similar teams. You know, going to rely on a lot on their defense. Their defense is going to give their offense a lot of opportunities. Um, you know, I, I, I do probably feel better about the Jets. But then, you know, like you just mentioned, they have to play the Bills. You have to play the Dolphins. And same could be argued for the Steelers, too, in, the, in that division. But mm-hmm. you know, I, the Ravens were tough for me because it's like, you know, they ended last season, obviously, without Lamar, and their receiving core was down to Devin Duvernay and, like, Demarcus Robinson. <laughs> um, and, you know, they were, like, a, a fumble at the one away from beating the Bengals in that wildcard playoff round. Yeah. Um, that team, we know, is going to be super well coached, but I, I just – I don't know how much to buy, like, Odell two years removed from his, like, fourth ACL injury. You know, Rashad Bateman has never been able to stay healthy. Um, I don't, Todd Munkin was great at Georgia, but he was, you know, when he was in the NFL, it wasn't like he was this, you know, elite offensive mind by any means. So the Ravens are tough for me. And again, that division really could go any other way. Uh, there hasn't been a three time repeat, uh, division winner of the AFC North since like the eighties when the Steelers did it. So, um, Hmm. you know, that's, that's going to be a really difficult division to predict this year. Um, the Browns, I don't buy at all. And even yeah, if I did, I would not pick them to win. But I think <laughs> it'll, they're going to be better than what they were last year. But I just don't know how much yeah. that comes to matter this year in, in that division. Yeah, the Browns feel like the, the greatest team. I mean, like the run game looks great. They yeah. got the great run game, good receivers. The defense is, is stacked by all means, it seems to be. But you really just don't know. Like Deshaun Watson was not anything close to what they had hoped for or what they paid for. And frankly, like you said, I don't really want to pick them anyway. <laughs> no. So they are, okay, spoiler, not on my top seven uh, no. to make the, the AFC playoffs. No, mine neither. All right, uh, let's jump in here. Again, we're going to focus in on the playoff picture. If we have some time, we'll throw out some picks for uh, individual awards. But this is mostly going to be talking about these teams and how specifically how the Chargers weigh into the AFC and and, and stuff like that. So um tyler if you want to pull up the uh google sheet and then we'll do the nfc first so um let's uh let's do we want to go division by division or do we want to just do the four division winners how do you what do you guys think here we can go to uh sure division by division okay um alex i think it's only right that we start with the nfc east uh since you're wearing the eagles jersey today uh who do you have coming out of the nfc east you know, after thorough moments of contemplation, <laughs> I've actually come around to Mike McCarthy potentially taking the division this year, but fuck that. No, the Eagles are winning the division. Uh, and so, yeah, first back-to-back NFC East champions, you know, in 20 or so years, it's really the Eagles and Cowboys in this one. Um, yeah, I think yeah. you can create some scenarios where the Giants and Commanders, like if they if the other teams get injured, but to me, I think the Eagles and Cowboys are still fairly ahead of everyone roster-wise, so... I'm going with the Eagles. I think the offensive line still holds up. I think the defense still holds up. And so at the end of the day, like they can plug anyone they want into running back. They have the best wide receiving group. I mean, to me, it's they're really running circles around the entire NFC right now. I mean, uh, outside of the Niners, who I think can compete with them. 
Um, but yeah, uh, it's the Eagles and Cowboys. Pick one of them, and I would go with the Eagles. So do you have them uh, repeating as the one seed this year? Yeah, why not? Yeah, they repeat as the one <laughs> All seed. <right. laughs> All right. Okay, I can have that for you. So go Eagles. Do you want to do team names or abbreviations? I, uh, team I, names is good. Team names. Cool. All right, Tyler, uh, how do you see the NFC East playing out this year, and where do you have the winner? Uh, I had the same thoughts as him, except for I have the Eagles in the two seed. Mm. Um, I just think the division is a bit more uh, difficult to get through. And so I think if you're jockeying for two good or three good teams, um, being in the division against the Cowboys, who they could, I mean, they could lose both those games to the Cowboys. They could lose one of the Giants, probably not the Commanders, but, um, you know, good for them for at least getting a new owner. But I have the Eagles in the two seed. And but I, do, I do think like the Cowboys could genuinely be the second best team in the NFC, um, but they don't win the division. The Eagles do. All right. So I'm going to be the contrarian here. I'm sorry. I, oh, I split, no. uh, oh, I do. oh, God. This Ooh. guy. I do. I, I know. I, the, the Cowboys, it's, it's tough for me to like really buy into them, Mike McCarthy and all that. But I think they have the best defense in the league, you know, top to bottom. That pass rush is insane. Um, I, I think they're just going to, it's, it's going to be very similar to what the Eagles had last year with that pass rush. And I think, you know, I'm a big believer in Dak Prescott after watching the Cowboys offense over the last few years, you know, studying Kellen Moore. And I think Dak is one of the more underrated players in the league after watching that. So this is partially about semi buying the Cowboys, but really it's it's just about buying history and what we know from mm. the team that loses the Super Bowl generally comes out slow, generally, you know, has some struggles with roster turnover. Um, with coach turnover, I mean they're replacing both coordinators. I think we could argue that the defensive coordinator swap is is kind of a wash or potentially even an upgrade. But I mean they lost Javon Hargrave. You know that uh, the linebacker unit losing Kaiser and T.J. Edwards, like C.J. Garner Johnson. That defense is going to go through a pretty big downgrade. And I think for me that's that's enough where I would lean towards the Cowboys of winning the division again. Like Tyler said, I think these two teams are the best two teams in the conference. Um, I, I just think the continuity that the Cowboys have gives them a slight edge in terms of winning the division. Uh, Alex, would you have picked the Cowboys over the Eagles if Kellen Moore was st were still there with the Cowboys? Um, well, Kellen Moore was still the coordinator last year, and the Eagles won the division, if, if history mm -hmm. <laughs> recalls. Uh, so probably not. I, I mean more like continuity, because like oh. okay, Eagles have a bit more turnover. The Cowboys, who knows what with Mike McCarthy, you know, that sort of thing. I think it would be closer. Um, but, I mean, both of these teams are still going to finish within one or two games of each other, regardless yeah. mm -hmm. of who wins. Like, I still think it's going to be close. Um, for me, I don't know. Like, I, I just kind of need to see... Dak commit fewer turnovers because that killed him in some games last year. Um, mm. So for me, like that's the big thing. And I don't think they're going to be an established the run team like people think they're going to be because um, that's been the you know debate with Mike McCarthy versus Kellen Moore. Um, yeah. But you know, the last time we saw Mike McCarthy as a play caller, it did not end well uh, in Green Bay. For as sure, Stephen has pointed out. So for me, it would be closer, but I would think I would still lean the Eagles. Yeah, I, I I totally understand the Mike McCarthy stuff. Um, you know, from what we've seen in the preseason, the offense looks like basically the same. Mm -hmm. um, so I just think like the Brandon Cooks edition, you know, what they have on defense with Stephon Gilmore coming over, 
I just kind of buy into the personnel really being that much of an advantage and the Eagles taking a step back on defense is, is kind of enough for me. All right. Yeah. You mentioned the 49ers. I think we might all have some chalk there. Uh, Tyler, we'll start with you here. How do you see the NFC West this year? Uh, I do have the 49ers winning that division, and I do have them as the one seed. Despite the fact that I don't really believe in Purdy, I feel like that division isn't as strong as the NFC East, so I feel like they can get their wins there. I still think the 49ers are arguably the premium team when it comes to the trenches. I respect that. Um, We've seen them on defense be just outstanding, and they always... Whether they make it or not, and they haven't made it to the postseason, or excuse me, to the Super Bowl in a bit, they've been very consistent. So I'll give it to the 49ers, even though I think they're like the third team in the conference. Yeah. Before yeah. Alex jumps in, I, I don't want to repeat much because I have the exact same thoughts, like verbatim. That was my whole thought process. Uh, they play in a weaker division. Yeah. You know, the Nick Bosa thing is it gives me a little pause because I would love for that to like be done yeah. for for their sake. Um, according to Josina Anderson, it, it looks like it's done this weekend, but, um, yeah, like they're going to get four free wins against the Rams and the Cardinals who are probably the two worst teams in the league. So I, I don't have much to add there. Yeah. The, the Nick Bosa thing and the Chris Jones thing in Kansas city are interesting, but I still mm. feel like kind of both of those situations, as much as I would love Chris Jones to actually sit out eight games, <laughs> it would be cool. Um, right? <laughs> I think cooler heads probably prevail in both of those situations, but uh, yeah, I have Niners as the second seed as well. Um, or I guess both of you have the Niners as the one seed, but the Niners are winning the division. The closest team to them in the division is the Seahawks. And to anyone who watched that playoff game, <laughs> the, the Seahawks in the trenches and Niners in the trenches, as, as Tyler indicated, like are two completely different worlds, despite, you know, uh, the Seahawks having the receiving core, they do it's still Kyle Shanahan mm-hmm. and, and how strong defensive line and offensive line is for the Niners. Uh, got to go there. All right, let's uh, move up to that NFC North that we all talked about being very difficult to sort out here. Um, I'll I'll start with this one. I went back and forth, you know, since we decided we were going to do this show, the the NFC North was like the first group that I thought of. Um, I'm kind of buying the Jordan Love stock right now and Mm -hmm. not necessarily buying him as like an elite quarterback by any means. But I just think that Matt LaFour is a really, really good offensive coach. I think they have a great offensive line. I think they have a really good run game. And I think the pass rush getting Rashawn Gary back is huge. So some of this is just me trusting a coaching staff that has been there and done that with the Packers versus the Lions, who's still trying to figure some things out. But um, ultimately, I am going to go with the Packers, you know, not necessarily um, you know, dominating this division by any means. I'm going to have them as the four seed, um, but I do have uh, the Cheeseheads winning the division of the NFC North this year. Wow. I do not have them winning that. I will obviously then share who I have, which is the Detroit Lions. I have them being the third seed, and I have them winning. I, I sort of buy in. At the end of the day, is it good to draft a running back and a linebacker and a tight end? <laughs> and a safety. Uh, that early? <laughs> and a safety. Um, that early? No, but... Those are very good players that they did draft. So I do think that will help some of their floor. Um, If Gibbs doesn't work out, if Campbell doesn't work out, we got some serious issues, but I buy into them. Yeah, I do think, sorry, before Alex jumps in, I do think the Jameson Williams suspension too is, is very impactful to, to this decision. Yeah. 
I, to me, it's between three teams. I think you go with Packers, Lions, or Vikings. Um, I just don't. I, I believe the floor for the Vikings is kind of lower than it was last year because I don't think they're going to get quite that level of like Kirk Cousins again, just kind of carrying them in, on offense in some of those games or you know yeah. what we saw from Jefferson at points last year. Plus that defense like really needed some work and honestly really didn't get that much work done on them. Um, so for me, no. uh, I'm going with the Packers as well. Um, I also like just found it curious when I was looking at the odds because I, I know we might have some time to talk about awards later, but uh, Dan Campbell's like plus 600 for coach of the year and Matt LaFleur is like plus 1500. Um, so I found that to be a little curious. So I feel like the media is like kind of all in on the Lions as the team in the North. I'm just not as sold. I, I think the Packers have the better defense in that division. It's not like an elite defense by any means, but um, it's the unit that most resembles a defense with some, you know, actual, you know, real all pro talent on there like Jair. Um, and so on offense, I really like Romeo Dobbs. I really like Christian Watson. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind of bought in to the Packers being not necessarily kind of maybe a version of last year's Seahawks where uh, a couple of things just kind of like go their way. Uh, I don't know if Jordan Love is going to quite have like the Geno Smith season, but I don't necessarily think they need him to have like a breakout season for them right. to win the division either because of the other teams that are kind of in there and the issues that they all have on the defensive side of the ball. So I kind of think they just need Love to be competent and above average in a few key moments in those divisional games and they can kind of get by. I don't think they need like uh, an offensive carrying season from Jordan Love. So I'm going to go with the Packers as the four seed. Yeah, I think above average is really all you need from Jordan Love. I think in this division, like the Packers have the best trench set up of any of the four teams by, by quite a wide margin. So, um, you know, that's enough for me. So Alex, do you have the Packers as the third seed or the fourth seed? Fourth seed. Okay. All right. Uh, NFC South. Uh, we were joking about this before. You know, the Saints have one of the easiest schedules in the league. Mm -hmm. um, Falcons also have a super easy schedule because of uh, the division that they play in and the divisions that they line up with. So uh, very interested to see how the NFC South sorts out this year. Uh, Alex, we'll start with you. Uh, are you buying the kind of preseason darling Falcons or are you uh, riding with Derek Carr and the Saints? I guess you know, honestly, when I came around to this division, I really wanted to go to bat for my guy, Frank Reich, and see if I could find a way in my heart <laughs> to pick the Panthers to win the division. But then I looked at the rosters and I'm like, wow, the Saints roster is a lot better. So um, yeah. plus now they have a quarterback who in Derek Carr, who to steal a term from Arjun is very uh, Kirkalian and uh, how he, you know, kind of raises the team's floor. So uh, compared to Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston in previous seasons. So I'm going to take the Saints as the third seed. I just think all the other teams in that division, the Falcons, I haven't seen it from Ritter and like the use of Kyle Pitts is still kind of weird. So like as much as Bijan will help that offense, I just, you know, I, I don't, I can't really go full throat, but like behind them and then the Bucks, Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask is not winning anyone any awards. And in fact, is probably going to lose Tom Bolz's job. So like, I don't know. Uh, you know, the rest of the NFC, I could see the Panthers like maybe making a run if Bryce Young is just comes out the gate firing. Uh, but I don't know if their roster is quite in that position to do that. So I feel like the Saints just kind of, you know, they have the highest floor in that division kind of by far, uh, even with the Camaro suspension and, you know, wondering whether Michael Thomas will play more than two games. Uh, even considering those two things, I still think they're the team to beat in that division. 
Tyler, your thoughts about the NFC South? I, I really wanted to pick the Falcons. Uh, I even went back and forth, like maybe they could win the division or whatever, but um, their depth looks good. I saw them play the Chargers. Uh, the depth looks pretty good there. And I just think Derek Carr is a bit uh, on a mission, I, I feel like. And it just seems to be that way. Um, even my dad's rooting for the Saints this year because of Derek Carr. Um, so I'm going to go with the Saints to win that division. I would love for it to be the Falcons just because I love something different there. Um, but I don't know yet about that team. I think the Saints are just a bit more established. I trust some of their guys more. And frankly, Derek Carr, I, tr- I trust more than the other quarterbacks. Yeah, I I, I definitely hear the Derek Carr conversation. Um, but I, I am going with the Falcons. I am buying nice. the preseason, darling. I think for me, this is is honestly, this comes down to Arthur Smith versus Dennis Allen. Like Arthur Smith mm-hmm. is a guy who I think has really shown that we can trust his game management, game, game management skills. We can trust what he does from an offensive uh, schematic standpoint. I would have loved for them to be more aggressive to go get a quarterback because I think that's really like it. Like if they were you know, in on the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes to start, if they had been in on Derek Carr, like if they had really done anything else, I think this is a team that maybe could be taking a bigger step forward. But I just think Arthur Smith, what he does offensively just gives them such a big advantage. I mean, this was a unit that was 13th in offensive DVOA last year with the worst quarterback play in the NFC. You know, Marcus Mariota was that much of a hindrance and it just like did not matter. So you drop B. John Robinson into that bucket, I think it's going to be a huge difference. Steps forward from uh, Kyle Pitts and Drake London. It, it, it honestly is that simple for me. I, I just trust Arthur Smith more than than I do any of the other coaches in the division. And and yeah, the Saints. Like I, I think Derek Carr is is a an underrated quarterback based off of like Chargers how we feel about him. Mm-hmm. But I just. I don't think his supporting cast is like that great. Like, I don't know how much I trust Michael Thomas, you know, um, Jimmy Graham coming out of retirement just doesn't really do it for <laughs> me. So I love Chris Olave, obviously uh, drafted him in our fantasy league, but uh, this is really just Arthur Smith versus Dennis Allen for me. And I trust Arthur Smith more. Well, I, I drafted definitely... Michael Thomas in our fantasy league. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I have none of them. I don't know. Yeah. You got Cooper Cup. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, and then I drafted two quarterbacks, one of them being Tua. Anyway. <laughs> um, All right, uh, let's get to our wild card teams. We'll speed this process up a little bit here. Uh, Tyler, we'll start with you. Who are your three wild card teams? I have, in this order, the Cowboys. Again, they're probably the second best team. Uh, the Packers. And then I have the Seahawks jumping in there at the end. So I can spell Seahawks. Here we go. Um, no Vikings, obviously, but I think the Seahawks can pull enough together again in a terrible division and make it work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go Cowboys, Lions, uh, Seahawks. Okay. Oh yeah. I was supposed to do that. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I gotcha. All right, so I'm going Eagles at the five seed, and then I am going. Let me make sure I get this right. Ooh. Seahawks at the six seed. 
and then Lions as a seven seed. So a little skeptical of the Lions, but I do have them making it, um, you know, in the playoffs. I think they're they're a scrappy, scrappy team this year. Should be fun. But uh, what do you guys make of the Seahawks? Any chance that they elevate their status, maybe up with the 49ers this year, or, or is that kind of set in stone that they're a tier below? Tier below till proven otherwise, I think. So they could, you know, up another notch in offense, maybe. Defense maybe comes together. I really like their draft picks this year, but I don't know just yet. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't think the roster is good enough. I think Geno Smith is better than Brock Purdy. Like that, I, you know, I will die on that hill. I think Geno Smith's still probably a top 15 quarterback this year, but uh, I don't see, I just, those rosters, I mean, when I saw them on the field in that wild card game, for those who remember that, like it just kind of was a shellacking. Like I just don't know if for four quarters and in, in two games this year, maybe third, that the Seahawks can really keep up with the Niners. Yeah, I, I I will say I feel like the Seahawks for me are like the clearly fourth best team in the conference. But, um, you know, I, I their quarterback situation is is really improved, obviously, under Geno. And I like their their young players, but they're still a pretty young team. So we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, you'll see what happens there. All right, before we get to the playoffs, let's pivot over to the AFC. We'll give our top seven over there. Um I, I assume we're all going to pick the same AFC West winner after getting a little bit burned by last year, but uh, let's have <laughs> this us, conversation. One of us had that right. Let's let's, I did have the chargers in the five seed last year. So there you go. There you go. All right, uh, Tyler, uh, we'll start with you. Um, how do you see the chargers fitting in? Do you think that they can maybe take advantage of the Chris Jones drama or is it, pretty set in stone for you that the chiefs are going to be the AFC West winner again. Uh, see, that's, I don't think the Chris Jones thing, maybe in one game, if this were week one, the chargers and, and chiefs were playing, I think that could help the chargers. Obviously it would, but I don't know how long this goes for. And frankly, it, it seems like they're going to get this done. Um, can the chargers beat the chiefs? Totally. Are the chargers a better roster than the chiefs? Maybe. Are they going to win the division? I'm not predicting it until they do or Andy Reid retires or Patrick Mahomes retires or is clearly declining. Um, unfortunately, they've, they've now just won the benefit of the doubt. And we've said it all off season. So unfortunately, I do have the Chiefs. And I do have the Chiefs in the one seed. I just think until proven otherwise, they're that team. And it sucks that these dynasties keep popping up in the AFC and it's always in front of the Chargers. Yeah, I think 
when you trade a guy like Tyreek Hill and you win the Super Bowl, it's it's tough for me to really doubt your ability to go out there and and win games. And you know, I think the Chris Jones thing, if he does really sit out eight games, like I think that will matter from like a seeding perspective. Um, but for the Chargers, like I I want to see them obviously win the division. I I, I think they can do that. But it, they just have to go out and prove it. And I think the team has that same kind of mindset this year. You know, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams have have talked about this on a few shows where, you know, they, they don't want to talk about things. They just want to go out and show what they're capable of and, and show what they can put together this year. And I think, you know, we'll, we'll see a much improved offense from last year. Justin Herbert's going to be healthy. You know, the Chargers are going to be a much better running the football team this year. But the defense is still a concern for me. And I think like the ceiling is there, but we haven't seen them put together, you know, a eight game stretch, let alone like an entire season of like high end defensive play. JC Jackson's status still kind of up in the air in terms of what he can give them. You know, Austin Johnson's injured coming off of his, you know, pup list and things like that. So it's just, it, it's tough for me. Like last year, I think we all felt so good about where the team was at. And then injuries and Joe Lombardi and all this stuff just kind of came to a head. Like, I, I think the Chargers definitely have the potential to win the AFC West, but it's just, it's so hard to pick against the Chiefs at this point because last year was supposed to be the year they took a step back and they won a Super Bowl. So it's just, it's difficult for me to get to that point to, you know, rationally justify picking the Chargers ahead of the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, have the Chiefs as the one seed in the AFC. Uh, it's just hard to pick against them, kind of like Steven said. And the Chargers always play a tremendous three quarters against the Chiefs, and then the wheels mm -hmm. kind of come off the defense in the fourth quarter, as we saw kind of in um, you know some of the previous matchups between these two teams. I could see a world where the Chargers, you know, finally are an actual bend don't break defense as opposed to a break and break defense. Um, but at the same time, like I just need to see them stay healthy in terms of uh, the injuries and also you know, see more games like we've seen the promise of Staley in terms of, you know, the Dolphins, the Niners games last year, where we really saw him kind of work the margins as a defensive play caller um, and kind of get the most out of his unit, despite, you know, being down some bodies in both of those games. It just needs to be more consistent. And if the Chiefs are just kind of, you know, able to do their thing on offense and like you have an Isaiah Pacheco running at you, uh, I just, it's hard to, you know, pick the Chargers still to win this division as long as Reed and Mahomes are together. So that's kind of where I lean. Yeah. All right. So both of you guys have them as the one seed again. Yes. Okay. I have them as the two seed. Okay. And who's so your number I, one? I, like I said, I do think that Chris Jones situation does matter. Um, I was all in on the bills last year and it was tough for me to like, justify picking them again but i i think their advantage is really legitimate in terms of the division that they play in i think it's easier for them to you know go out there and sweep their division than it would be for the chiefs or for the uh Bengals. and i think we kind of have some revisionist history of josh allen's 2022 season um in the eight games that he was healthy before he was uh before he injured his ucl injury um, he was on pace for like 6,000 total yards and 50 total touchdowns. And then he got injured and it was just kind of a bad spot for them. They obviously had the DeMar Hamlin situation. The defense was, you know, really injury riddled in, in general. So 
I think the Bills will be much healthier this year. And I know Alex isn't a super big Josh Allen guy, but I think his the um, the amount of upgrade potential that he has over the rest of that division, I think, is so significant that I just see the Bills going out there and winning 13, 14 games again. And that's that's really what it comes down to. I, obviously, I am biased towards the tight end pick, but I do think that's a significant pick, right? Because they didn't really have. I that. see now. I <laughs> see. I, now it makes sense. I mean, in all seriousness, like they didn't have a third receiver last year. They, they this team gave fifty snaps in the in a playoff game to Cole Beasley. Like this is you know Dalton Kincaid's a significant upgrade for them. So. It's not just that. I think the defense is going to be much healthier as well. So I, I think the Bills are the one seed, and I think it's close. But um, I, I just think the Bills have such an advantage in the division, in, in relatively speaking, to the rest of the other like best teams in the conference. Yeah, um, it's still the Bills for me. Uh, I don't think that there's part of me that wants to pick the Jets because of that defense, but like that, it's the offensive line protecting Aaron that is kind yeah. of preventing me from like being the pro Jets guy. I may have them later in terms of the playoff field as a whole, mm-hmm. uh, um, but I don't, I don't see anyone taking out the Bills this year unless Josh Allen continues to be kind of plagued by injuries. So I will have the Bills as my third seed. Ooh, ooh, all right. Okay, because I'm, I'm okay. I'm curious who you have then as your two seed because that might be my three seed. But mm. I don't know. You were you were a big Ravens guy last year, so I don't know if you're a bigger Ravens guy this year. Perhaps. <laughs> okay. Um, so are we all kind of on the same page that the Jets are the second team in the AFC East? Or are you guys like, what do you make of the Dolphins right now? Can uh, stay healthy. And then is it an upgrade if he doesn't? Um, no, I, I think that I, yes, the Jets are, I think, good enough, especially with that defense. Um, the Dolphins losing Jalen Ramsey does not help. So I have the Jets as the second best team in the East. Yeah, I mean, there's part of me that wants to pick the Dolphins as that, you know, division winner or even a wild card. But again, it's, you know, they were they 6-0 and last year uh, when Tua, you know, started on that kind of run. Um, but I don't know. As long as you have uh, Waddle and Hill, they're always going to be dangerous. <laughs> Those are right. the two, two of the, like, five best receivers in the sport, maybe. Um, so every, you know, game against them turns into a track meet as we're going to see at SoFi in nine days, uh, and see how Brandon Staley decides to deal with that. Um, but at the same time, I, yeah, I, I just, if you can't tell me too, is going to stay healthy and it's going to be Mike Whiteball. Mike White can win you one game, but he's probably not going to replicate <laughs> that over <laughs> four or five games that he has to play. Um, so yeah, I just I can't get behind the Dolphins, like usurping them until to a place, a healthy season. Yeah, you know, we're going to talk on the Chargers channel about like what are the Dolphins like counterpunch to the season and like I don't I don't know if they really have one. Like, you know, it's not like they have a great running game they can rely on. It's not like they have a great offensive line they can rely on. I mean, the defense is going to be much better obviously under Vic, but you know, I just like I I don't I don't know what Mike McDaniel is going to, you know, his his counterpunch is going to be and I don't know if they have one that really makes a lot of sense for the whole season and when you're comparing you know, these kind of matchups, right? Like the Jets defensive line is going to destroy the Dolphins in those matchups. And same thing with the Bills, like when Vaughn Miller gets healthy. So those teams just have such a big advantage in the trenches. It's hard for me to really buy into the Dolphins into the AFC. So spoiler, they do not make my list here. 
Um, all right, let's go to the AFC North again, one of the, the more difficult divisions here. Um, I'll start with this one. I do think the Bengals have enough to buck that trend of not having a three-peat champ. Um, they're kind of approaching like similar territory as the Bills, where it's just kind of like you have to prove it to really make me doubt them. And, you know, I, I think the Ravens have certainly, you know, given them a really tough fight over the last couple of years, but you know, they're, they've been very proactive on defense. I love what they've done with that group. Um, you know, their pass catching trio is, is second to none in my opinion with T Higgins really kind of being a, a guy who I think could be a wide receiver one for the majority of the NFL. Um, I know Joe Burrow's injury is kind of cloudy right now, but I think he'll be back. And I think for me, it's just, kind of trusting what the Bengals have built over the last couple of seasons. So I have them finishing as a three seed and winning the AFC North. Yeah. Ditto most of that there, but I do have them as the four seed. Um, what yeah. do you do? It's a heck of a division. And that's basically why. Alex, Alex your thoughts. Oh, okay. Am I back? All right. Hello. Um, who are we talking about? Uh, NFC North now or sorry, AFC, AFC North, AFC mm-hmm. North. Yeah. I will have the Cleveland Browns as my fourth seed. Wow. Wow. Okay. I feel like we missed an entire part of the. Yeah. Great. (laughs) I mean, I get it. I don't, I disagree, but I get it. I just think you look at their roster, like, and I think their roster is kind of like when I look at it on paper. Mm-hmm. heads and shoulders a little bit better than the Bengals roster and I would also say the Ravens in terms of what they have now what Steven brought up is kind of uh you know heads and shoulder you know uh, is the former Houston quarterback going to rebound I don't know um but at the same time they have Nick Chubb I think Chubb can potentially be an offensive player of the year candidate uh he had 1500 yards last year I think you could run the ball like really well with him uh, and I really like their receiving core as well. Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Elijah Moore. Uh, I, I think that that's a really solid group to to throw to, especially once you get down to the red zone. So I think that the Browns are going to uh, win the division. And I really like their defense. Uh, as we said, Miles Garrett, uh, you have Denzel Ward and Greg Newsome as a quarterback duo. I think that's really nice. Um, so for me, I kind of think they're at the point of having the best defense and, you know, if they get a little bit of positive variance and a little bit of a better quarterback play this year, you know, they were in some games with the Bengals uh, and all these teams last year. And look, there has to be one worst to first candidate. And technically the Browns were worst (laughs) in division last year and seven and 10, not like they were dead last or anything. But um, to me, I just could see some regression a little bit for the other teams in the division this year. So I know people are going to say I'm wrong, but uh, I'll, I'll take the Browns. <laughs> yeah, wow. A surprise for sure. Yeah, I I teetered on them making the postseason or not over the second NFC or AFC North team, but I, I definitely didn't have them winning the division. So, um, hey, it's at least different. And thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I just can't I can't get there with the quarterback. I think the other teams have more significant coaching advantages, but I like. You're not wrong. That roster is is pretty, pretty stacked. And you look at mm-hmm. the offensive line, the running scheme, Nick Chubb and Jerome Ford, the receiver core that Alex mentioned. They really went out of their way to upgrade the defensive line to Dalvin Tomlinson, Shelby Harris. Like, I think the defensive line is going to be much better than it has been in the past. So you're not wrong about the roster. It's just for me, quarterback and, and coach yeah. there. Um, 
All right. Uh, AFC South, I feel like, is is pretty chalky. <laughs> yeah. um, I would be shocked if somebody else uh, besides the Jaguars won it. Um, I think I might be lowballing them a little bit in terms of the win total here, but you know, I, I just trust the other three teams more than, than than the Jags at this point. But they have the easiest division in, in the league in terms of you know predict, predicting a division winner, in my opinion. Yeah, this is yeah. I have them obviously the three seed. Alex, I'm assuming you're rocking with Doug Peterson and the Jaguars. Yeah, no surprises no, I'm there. Not, we're, we were all uniform on the Colts last year, so now we're all saying the Jags <laughs> are going to win. So I'm sure we look back in a year from now and somehow the Texans won the division or something. Uh, but I have to go with the Jaguars here. Um, just, I mean, what Doug Peterson has shown in terms of the coaching advantage in that division, the talent roster, the talent advantage that they have on that roster now compared to the other ones, which are pretty much for the most part, except for the Titans, three, two other teams that are kind of actively tanking. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I think there's a case to be made for the Titans because, mm -hmm. I mean, they were one game short of the playoffs last year and, you know, Tannehill wasn't even like healthy. So like, I think you can make a case that they bounce back. Maybe Traylon Burks takes another step up. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I, I just can't, I can't really pick the Titans. Although if it were the Titans, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if the Jags ended up a wild card. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't really believe in Ryan Tannehill or kind of a Trevor Lawrence. That's like clearly in a stage in his career where he's ascending. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to doubt Mike Rabel and what he's done, but then I take one look at that offensive line depth chart and think that there are several college teams that have a better offensive line depth chart at this point. So it's, <laughs> that group is disgustingly bad. Like it's, I, I, Peter Skaronsky right away is your best offensive lineman. That's pretty pretty sketch in my opinion but is what it is all right alex we'll start with you wildcard teams who do you have making the afc playoff picture after the division winners i have the los angeles chargers as the fifth seed they repeat as the fifth seed champions uh mm -hmm. the bengals in sixth spot and then i have the new york football jets uh as the seven yeah, you, you and I aren't too far off there. I'll just put mine. I just have the reverse of you. So Chargers. Oh, no, you had Browns. Just kidding. Um, but I do have the other AFC North team there in the sixth seed and then the Jets. So I have Chargers fifth. I don't want to say it's exactly like the NFC, but that fifth seed is, I think, a better team than some above them. Um, but Chiefs win the division. So Chargers, Ravens making the playoffs, and then Jets. All right. Uh, have to find a team that's different in the playoff picture. And the first thing, first team I thought of was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cool. I think that defensive advantage that they have is just very, very significant. Um, I take the Chargers in the sixth seed, and then I also have the Jets in the seventh seed. So um, all kind of relatively buying the Aaron Rodgers hype. But um, mm -hmm. it, for me, it's just like that defense is nasty. They had the worst quarterback situation in the league last year. Yeah. So Aaron, I think, is probably not going to be the same Aaron. But even if he's, you know, the twelfth best quarterback in the league, that's a you're going from thirty second to twelfth. So uh, it, it's hard to see the Jets not making the playoffs this year. Yeah, and the AFC is just so tough. It's it's really a bloodbath where it's just like I feel good about the AFC teams I picked. I know no one else feels good about the Browns as per the chat and you guys' reactions, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, well, I'm leaving the Titans out, I'm leaving the Steelers out, mm -hmm. I'm leaving the Ravens out, which, you know, yeah. is kind of like a tough stretch, but it's just like somebody, somebody, there's not going to be a musical chair for somebody who's going to be left out of the playoff picture, regardless of who it is. 
Yeah, Ravens and Steelers was my toughest debate. I, mm-hmm. I like if you look at the two rosters, I think they're pretty comparable, right? Obviously, you're talking about Lamar versus Aaron, but you know, I, I just I'm a little skeptical of that offense really putting it together. And then you look at their defense, and and I really love David Ojabo as a prospect, but you know, he's coming off of the the injury. We haven't seen anything what he's what he's looked like there. You know, defensively, I just don't think they they have the same horses as years past. And Marlon Humphrey gets injured too, so you know, I, I think the Steelers' defense and and Kenny Pickett improvement really kind of makes a big difference there. Yeah, all the way to the fifth seed, though that's impressive. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know how I feel about them being the fifth seed, but it, it's just <laughs> the AFC is so stacked, man. It's ridiculous. Like I I've mm-hmm. never seen anything like this. Uh, in my life as a fan with one division having legitimately like 10 teams that could make the playoffs. Yeah, I almost not exactly the same, but like the Dolphins could beat the Lions and yet the Lions are my three seed and the Dolphins aren't even in my playoff picture. Right, right. All right, do we want to do NFC uh, wild card games first or the AFC? Uh, NFC. Okay. All right, Tyler, why don't you kick us off on the NFC wild card? All right, let me just bring that over real quick. All right, uh, wild card. Okay, now I got to remember what I wrote. Okay, so I have the sorry. So my you have Forty Niners against the Seahawks. Eagles. So for me, it's Eagles. Oh, Eagles. Sorry. Oh, I yeah, put yeah. the. Do you want to put the winners? Winner yeah. of the. Okay, so Eagles beat the Seahawks. I have the Lions over the Packers, and I have the Cowboys. Cowboys over the Saints. I feel good about two of those. Lions over Packers, we'll see. All right. Alex, you want to go next? Yeah. Uh, I have the 49ers defeating the Seahawks. I have the I have the Lions defeating the Saints. Um and for the roar. I have the Green Bay Packers beating the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> If I was going to come back to the show and tell you, I was going to tell you the Packers and Browns are going to be in the divisional round. I had to come (laughs) with some heat. Oh, my goodness. I love it. Um, Okay, so I have the Cowboys beating the Lions. I have, uh, let's see, Falcons and Seahawks. I have the Seahawks winning that game. And then four and five, I have the Eagles beating the Packers. Okay. All All right. Divisional round, or you want to do AFC? Yeah, it's just, it's just, let's just go all the way through to the champion. Okay. Champion. Um, I'll go next there. So I would have the 49ers against the Seahawks, right? So I'm going to take the 49ers. And then in a Cowboys and Eagles matchup, I am taking the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> Sorry. I'll continue. I'm, I'm, I'm buying the Cowboys this year, man. Spoilers, but I, I'm buying the Cowboys. What is yeah. what does Stephen A. Smith say? It's an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, and I get it. I totally get it. But um, Tyler, you want to go next? Sure. I have the Cowboys over the 49ers, and I have the Eagles over the Lions. Wait, what? What NFC matchups have I created? I made okay. So the, the Lions, <laughs> the Lions, the Lions had to play the Eagles. The 49ers play the Packers. Uh, yeah, I will take the 49ers and the Eagles in both of those matchups. So rematch of the NFC Championship game that the 49ers fans can't stop complaining about. Okay, so Eagles win against the 
Packers, 49ers over the Lions. Right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, so, NFC Championship game. I do have the Cowboys as the NFC champ. Suck. Fly, Eagles, fly. Um, <laughs> I guess I could put them both. Uh, I, I don't know. That, that's if, for you, Grandpa. Like, I, I don't know if the world would survive like an Eagles Cowboys <laughs> NFC Championship game. Like that would that would the sports meet like FS1 would just combust all the network. Oh, it'd be so bad. <laughs> like I would so have to bad. just get off the internet for like a week um, if the Eagles lost that game. But uh, yeah, I will take the Eagles over the 49ers. Um, I don't know whether it will be Sam Darnold or Brock Purdy or maybe they yeah. trade back for Trey Lance to try to help them win. I don't know, but they'll complain about the quarterback either way. So the Eagles win the NFC Championship. Yeah, I just I, I definitely don't buy the 49ers. I, I I think Brock Purdy either takes a step back or like we see Sam Darnold at some point. I think they have such an advantage in that division that it won't necessarily show up in the regular season. But I, I just can't buy into it, man. I can't. And uh, the Eagles, I think I trust them more. <laughs> But it, it's like the history of like Super Bowl losers is really getting to me. I, that's really what it comes down to. And um, I don't know. I don't trust Mike McCarthy this much, but I do trust Dan Quinn on defense. I trust Dak on offense. So it just I don't feel great about it, but it's kind of process of elimination for me of how my brain worked. So we all basically had the three best teams, Eagles, Fortnighters, Cowboys, all making not making it. But like that yeah. was our best group. That was it. I wonder if there'd be more variants in AFC. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, Alex, let's, or wait, who's, who started the last one? Was it Alex or was it Tyler? Go for it, Alex. Go ahead, Alex. Okay. Oh, Oh, God. What did I do? Uh, Jaguars and Jets. I will take the Doug Peterson's Jaguars winning another wild card game. Uh, I will then take three versus six. I made Bills versus Bengals. Uh, we're going to get amazing Joe Shiesty content that will piss Arjun off. The Bengals beat the Bills. Um, and then, yeah, I, ooh, Chargers Don't you Browns. do it, I swear on Chargers God's Browns. green earth. <laughs> uh, God's green earth, I will leave. <laughs> okay, fine, go for it. Uh, the Chargers beat the Browns. All right. All right. There we go. Yeah, I got, that would have gotten you. I, I got, I got my thermonuclear. I got my thermonuclear division taken, so now I can just say that the Chargers are winning their first wild card game. Yeah, well, obviously, I, I hope Alex's CD and predictions are right because uh, that would be that would be the Chargers' best chance at winning yeah. a playoff game, probably. So, all right, I'll give my next. I'll do. Um, let's see, two versus seven. I would have the Chiefs. Obviously, shoot, I just typed in the wrong thing. I can do Oops. it if you want to just tell me. I got it. Chiefs, and then uh, three versus six. I would have Bengals versus Chargers. Unfortunately, I would be picking the Bengals, which really freaking sucks, but is what it is. Uh, then four or five, I have the Steelers beating the Jaguars. Okay. Dang, you're a big Steelers believer this year. I am. Uh, I am. Interesting. I mean, again, I, I totally get it. They were tough to place for me, but I understand why you'd... Once they're in, I get it. Like It was tough for me to get them in, yeah. but once they're in... That's, that Steelers defensive line would destroy the Jaguars offensive line. And that's really what it comes <laughs> down to for me. Yeah. Okay. I will have, so I have Bills, Jets. I'll go Bills over the Jets. I have the Ravens over the Jaguars. 
And I have the Chargers over the Bengals. I would love Ooh. Chargers Bengals as the first uh, matchup. That just sounds that would be a lot of fun. That just sounds fun. A lot, of fun. a lot of fun. Clearly, no narratives and no uh, angry internet <laughs> Twitter fans. The Herbert Doubters would still uh, not be all on board if he if he beat the Bengals in Cincinnati. That would still not be a thing. No, but if he throws five interceptions and he wins that game, he's still a better quarterback than Joe Burrow. <laughs> according to conventional wisdom apparently yeah yeah all right uh alex your divisional games who do you have divisional games let me look at what i created um i have the <laughs> jaguars facing off against is that the oh do the jaguars play the chargers now or the oh no yeah jaguars chargers, you would have three. you would have chiefs you'd have chiefs against the Bengals. yeah oh, chiefs yeah. Bengals, and chargers jaguars rematch i will Ooh. take the chargers to beat the jaguars Wow. I have them going to the AFC Championship game. Wow. Did not see that one coming. I don't know what order I put it in. But yeah, Chargers and then the Chiefs. Bills. Chiefs? Oh, oh okay. yeah. I will take the Chiefs over the Bengals. Yeah. Mm. Wow. All right. Of the three of us, I would not have guessed that Alex would have the Chargers <laughs> in the AFC Championship game. Okay. First of all, screw you. I have the Chargers winning their game. <laughs> so chill. Oh man. <laughs> I'm just wow. saying like I'm just saying Alex is traditionally the more pessimistic of the three of us about mm. the Chargers. Oh, Mr. For sure. Independent Contractor, he's the one who hates the Chargers, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um and then so I'm sorry, I have let me double check my so Ravens would play the Chiefs, right? So I have the Chiefs winning that one. Wow, um, same game. Chargers yeah. Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. All right, you guys. The NFL love would love it. that. If you they feel would. like would be awesome. the NFL's rigged, goodness gracious. They would. All right. So I will have the Chiefs beating the Steelers, and then I'll have the Bills beating the Bengals. Fair enough. Um, uh, okay. I'll go yeah, first here. I have the Bills okay. winning the AFC this year again, like I did right. last year. Okay. Um, I'll rip the bandit off. I am gonna go Chiefs as much as I hate it. Um, I think that's a, a very strong season for the Chargers, of course. 100%. That does 100%. not get people fired, but I'm gonna predict this. But ask me if they make the championship game, and then I might actually pick the Chargers at that point. But this far out, I'm gonna pick the Chiefs to win. Yeah, I also would take the Chiefs. Um, I mean, look, you could write up any narrative that would be awesome on this game, and maybe the week of we'll be talking about another game-winning Mike Williams two-point conversion in Kansas City to send the Chargers to the Super Bowl, which would be amazing. Um, but, yeah, for the time being, I think this is just, like, as a whole, doing these predictions and thinking this out, the highest chance we've had in a while at a Super Bowl rematch um, in terms of both the Eagles uh, and the Chiefs and kind of where they stand in their respective conferences. So, um, yeah, just as a whole, that's kind of how I see it going. You could tell me the 49ers would win and I wouldn't be surprised or the Cowboys. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if the Bengals or Bills won either um, or the Chargers or my Browns. Uh, but I would just say that as a whole, uh, the Chiefs and Eagles are still, to me, the two clear kind of favorites to go to the Super Bowl behind Patrick Mahomes mm -hmm. being Patrick Mahomes uh, and, and Eagles. Uh, I mean, I just still think 
the advantage that they have on offense is still pretty significant uh, in the NFC. Yeah. When was the last time we had a legitimate Super Bowl match? Oof. Like back to back um, years. Don't I don't. I don't think it's. My first thought would be okay. Which Patriots team played that? Which which right. NFC team played the Patriots? Um, I, I don't think we've had a good repeat in in quite some time. We've been close. Yeah, we've been close a couple times. Uh, Cowboys Bills maybe in the nineties. Perhaps the Bills went four straight times. Yeah, and lost, which would break me as, as a fan. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know we've had like alternating years, right? Because like, yeah, been yeah, things like that. Well, like but, like back to back years, like Seahawks, Patriots, Broncos were like always in those like games for a while in like the 2010s. Never had like a back to back matchup or anything. Yeah. All right, uh, let's do Super Bowl picks here, uh, Tyler. Why don't you kick us off? Uh, listen, when your family's born on the East Coast and. Born and raised in Exton, Pennsylvania, you go with the Eagles. I'm going with the Eagles to be the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. All right. I don't know where we're putting this, but Eagles down here. <laughs> Alex, uh, are you doing the same? Uh, despite Tyler's family being from Matt Ryan's home, <laughs> Exton, Pennsylvania, uh, and me being from actual Philadelphia, I will pick the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. That's All fine. Right. Which is which is sad, but that's what I did when the Super Bowl, uh, when we did our playoff predictions last year before uh, the actual thing started. And so, unfortunately, yeah, just think the Chiefs too good. And unless Chris Jones wants to sit out like the whole season, that'd be awesome. But uh, otherwise, <laughs> not the Chiefs. Are, <laughs> if he does sit out the season, going that'd be great. back to the back to the bowl and winning it. Yeah. So I do have the Bills. Um, at some point, they've got a breakthrough, man. Like I think they've been so close each of the last few years. I think they'll be healthier this year. I think Josh Allen is going to be the MVP. Spoiler alert, I guess that's my pick for MVP this year. So uh, I'm all on the Bills. I'm all in on the Cowboys kind of-ish there, but definitely all in on the Bills. I think eventually they they get over the hump, and I think they they do it this year. I almost feel like they're low-key in a spot where they could reverse fortunes, um, but we'll see. I still obviously pick them to be the two seed, but I, I feel like, They've been so close and punching and punching and punching, trying to get close. I almost wonder if there's just this, this might be the year where it's actually flipped, where they actually get further away. Just don't quite, don't quite get there with this division. Mm. Yeah. But we'll see. The AFC East is definitely better this year. So, um, all right. Uh, we'll wrap this up with some Chargers talk, I guess. Um, you know, I, I did not have them winning a playoff game this year. You guys both did, um, which I guess kind of, would be a surprise uh, for me, but what, where's mm. the where's the confidence coming from? Because I think this has kind of been a bit of a, a different vibe regarding the Chargers over the last few weeks. In general, not just you guys, but in general, I think the vibe has really started to to turn more positive about the Chargers. I, I think it's just again, I didn't pick them to win the division, but I feel like it's just once you get there, the record doesn't matter. You have to win or you have to lose, and I think there's again, this is all depends on health significant star power on the chargers where just enough guys can take over in the postseason and be top three top two at their position just for a day where i think that they can pull off some of these games and like so i have them beating i think the, the Bengals is what it was i think the chargers match up pretty well there um especially if all their dbs are healthy and everything kind of pans out there mm -hmm. so like that's why i would pick them to win there and i just think 
one, I'm a Chargers fan, so that's partially where it all comes from, right? But there just seems to be this... I'm not saying it's different in the sense that, oh, they're going to win it all this year. I don't have them doing that. But it just feels like there's a different vibe, like, okay, we, we don't care about you. You're old news. We're done with you. You're hurt. You're hurt. You're a hurt quarterback. You're not an MVP candidate anymore. You, I don't believe in you as a coach anymore. You know, and I, I just think that is something that is a good spot for the Chargers to be in that can push them to the rest of the year. Um, so I, I just feel better. And again, the vibe around the team seems to be, let's show how good of a coach Brandon Staley is and how good of a team we are. It, they, everybody just, most everybody seems to believe in, in Brandon Staley. Like, gosh, they're just so unlucky. He's been so unlucky. He's made some mistakes, but like, it'll be this year. So I don't know. I, I just feel like they're rallying around a different point. Um, and and as, as a slight underdog in the media, I think that helps them rather than just, oh, they're going to win it all. They're so good. Now it's like, no, nah, you got you to earn all this back. And I think that makes a difference here. Yeah, I, I feel like just in general, the media is, you know, maybe rightfully lower on the Chargers um, than they have been in previous years. But I just still kind of have that feeling in my gut where it's like, all right, if you if the Chargers had had Mike Williams in that Jaguars game, if they played that game, you know, like an NBA series and it was a seven game series, right? Who do I really think kind of in my gut would have won? I still kind of think it would have been the Chargers. I know I picked the Jaguars to kind of win that week based on where the Chargers were at like that point in time uh, yeah. with the Williams injury and, and some of the other things that happened. But, you know, I still kind of think at, at its core, the Chargers are the better team, even though, you know, uh, Doug mm -hmm. and some other factors give the Jags an advantage. Um, and some of the other teams in the AFC as a whole, too, when we talk about the, the Bills and the Bengals. But, you know, ultimately, the Chargers can play with all of these teams, right? I mean, they've yeah. been mm -hmm. one of the most competitive teams against the Chiefs. They don't make a trophy for that. But again, they've been <laughs> in those games, right? And so if the defense is just a little bit more resolute, then like, yeah, they can win, split a season series with the Chiefs, um, be in that, you know, Saturday game against Josh Allen and the Bills, right uh and be in a position to win um but again it's just the injuries cannot be as concentrated to the team stars as they were last year so if yeah. you tell me that hey joe bose is injured again okay well now you know then the defense kind of starts sputtering jc jackson right so there's a lot of question marks in terms of injuries which i think is always kind of going to be the thing that like holds me back and if we were to do this podcast again in like week eight, we might have totally different views on terms of like where the Chargers are midseason. Um, but as a whole, just on paper, yeah, they're a team that can be there. Um, you know, where are they going to stand out? Adjusted games lost. How is Staley going to be this year um, in terms of, you know, uh, you know, just game management and all that stuff, as well as, you know, are they going to get the performances that they think they're going to get out of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, right? I think as a whole, combining all these factors together, you could just make a case for the Chargers getting one or two playoff wins pretty easily. But you could also, because of how stacked the AFC is, uh, yeah. make the case that they don't make the playoffs at all, right? Which is not what any of us did because we know what the show is. Um, but to some extent, I just think at the same time, a uh, lot of variability in the AFC. And if you get one or two Justin Herbert good playoff games with a healthy roster, yeah, it's not that hard to see them in a championship or divisional round scenario. Yeah, I the playoffs it's it's such a who is hot at the right time and you know the Chargers can stack up against anybody. I, I firmly believe that they have the talent to go in anywhere mm -hmm. and beat anybody. Um I think the Kellen Moore factor this year is is massive. It's going to give them a pretty big play calling advantage in most of the games that they go up against, but it's just 
there's there's a factor of like they've p- certain teams have earned it and certain teams have proven yeah. it. And do I trust Brandon Staley on defense more than I would trust Lou Anarumo on defense in a playoff game? No, as much as I would want the, that to be the case with Brandon Staley, Lou, Anar- Lou Anarumo is like the best defensive coordinator in the league right now. You know, Joe Burrow has been there and done that. Josh Allen has been there and done that. Patrick Mahomes has been there and done that. So it's just uh, the Chargers definitely have that ceiling, right? Where if they ended up in the AFC championship game this year, I would not be surprised. I'd be very, very happy, obviously, as a team who as a fan of the team, as somebody who covers the team. But I just I feel a little bit snake bin from last year and and from the year prior, honestly, where those were years where I was more all in on the season than I was this year. And I think that's kind of interesting, given like the Kel Moore thing but it's just the afc is is so stacked and i and I have such a hard time doubting these top three teams like that's really what it comes down to to me i have such a hard time doubting Holmes, doubting josh allen doubting joe burrow who have had these great playoff moments and we haven't seen justin herbert do that yet it is not a reflection on justin herbert but i just have enough questions about the chargers defense where i i'm a little bit more skeptical come playoff time but i totally get it like i said the ceiling is definitely there for them to make a run this year yeah, it, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's so tough at this point of the year because there, there's so much. So much. Look at change. the roster. Well, you're sure so much could change. But you just you look at the roster and you go, why, why isn't that? I'm not saying it's like this, but it's kind of like the Browns in the sense that you look at the roster and go, well, that team could probably be pretty good. But I, again, I do generally trust some of the consistency of of those other teams. Um, honestly, I think if the Chargers met the Ravens in the playoffs, I could see. Did I have them doing that this year? No, I had them beating the Bengals. Yeah. Um, I like. I'd be worried about that. There's something about the Ravens that I think would be a bit scary there. Um, of course, of course, we'll see them during the regular season. But yeah, I don't know. I, I want the Chargers to do well, but like. Lesser extent than you, I, I do not believe in them until completely, even though I have them making the championship game, uh, until they do it. Are you saying you'll see it when you believe it? or? <laughs> sure, yeah, believing is seeing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think that's going to do it for us today. Appreciate everybody for uh, tuning in. Appreciate Alex for making his... Uh, return to the show uh we are eight days away from chargers football so next week we'll be starting our official regular season lineup alex katzen will be back on the show doing some draft content for us uh during the season alex here is gonna be doing uh monday's shows instead of fridays or whenever the day after the game is so if the chargers play on a thursday alex will be on the channel on friday they play on a monday he'll be on tuesday etc so we're excited about that change. Get some of his uh, recap thoughts on both breakdowns. Um, Alex, any final thoughts today before we head out? No, it was great to be back on the show. Um, life is life is different now because I don't do <laughs> three shows a week with my guys anymore, which is which is uh, good from a health mental standpoint to not do that <laughs> about like, oh, let's do the show in June when we have nothing to talk about. But uh, you can still catch me over on Chargers Wire um you know and i'll stop with you doing bolt breakdowns every monday i'm sure by uh 4 a.m when i wake up recap videos are gonna just be awesome for the channel and you'll get me <laughs> in a great mood before i go to school of the day uh after the game so uh i do i'm excited to do the recap videos 
uh, of the games this year. Um, but yeah, overall, it's uh, it was fun to be back for this show. I had to uh, had to pick the Browns, had to pick the Packers, had to get all my agendas out there, and until we see next year that we were wrong uh, on just about absolutely everything, as we were last year with the, <laughs> the Colts and several other things. But uh, yeah. it was fun to be back. Yeah, I, I can't believe we all picked the Colts like that last year. I don't know what the heck was going on there, but it is what it is. Uh, Tyler, any final thoughts before we head out? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just glad we're talking about actual football. So I guess, yes, I do have an extra thought. Yes, I'm happy we're talking about extra football. I'm looking back at my picks last year. Did we all really have the Colts? Colts, Colts. Damn, we all had the Colts in the we fourth did. seed. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Not always right, I guess. I think we were all just skeptical of like where the Jaguars roster was at and like what, yeah, yeah what post Overmeyer, you know, Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram as your main two targets would look like. But you know, Doug Peterson is that dude, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I Alex said in our chat though, I, I do think we should have been right about the Doug Peterson coach of the year. Yeah, no, thing, Doug Peterson, but... Doug Peterson got totally jobbed for coach of the year last year. Everybody knows Brian Dable should not have won it. Well, I don't know if he should not have won it, but I do agree. It was, that it was a Mickey Mouse coach of the year. Every, everybody knows it. <laughs> Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson should have gotten the award. Uh, you know, look, he proved it in a playoff game. If you put all of the, I uh, know, actually, that doesn't make sense. Doug Dable Peterson won a playoff or Dable won a playoff game too. Yeah. 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 Well, Doug Peterson is like third or fourth. They did all head coaches right now. They beat the yeah, Vikings. Beat the Vikings. That that oh, yeah. in uh, Minnesota. That's a that's a Mickey Mouse win if you really think about it because it's the Vikings, <laughs> it's Kirk. Everything's it's a Mickey Kirk. Mouse win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's the Giants, I'm gonna disrespect them. Yeah. Okay, uh, sounds good. Fair. Very uh, fair. Oh man, that was good. All right, uh, that's gonna do it for us. We'll be uh, live on the Charters channel on Wednesday, previewing the Dolphins game, uh, and then it's full steam ahead towards Week One. So excited to. Finally get to that point of the season. Appreciate my guys here for joining me today. Appreciate all of you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. As always, bolt up. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.